after tomorrow's windup of this series with the Atlanta Braves here at Jerry Park, our Expos will be on the road. We'll be leaving after tomorrow afternoon's game for Houston, Texas, where on Tuesday we'll begin a three-game, three-day series under the huge dome in Houston against the Astros. And then for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the Expos will be in Cincinnati to take on the Reds. A day off next Monday, the 26th, and then back here at Jerry Park, the 27th of May through the 4th of June. And we'll see the Los Angeles Dodgers, the San Diego Padres, and the San Francisco Giants. What a great series that's going to be, all three series. We hope you're planning now to get your tickets as those three teams of the Western Division move into Jerry Park. Remember the new TRS ticket counter in downtown Montreal at the Dominion Square building on the ground floor is open 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday. And you can get exposed tickets here at the ballpark any day. The ticket counter is open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Well, the crowd keeps the pour in here to Jerry Park for today's bat day game between the Atlanta Braves and the Montreal Expos. Here are the starting lineups as being handed to the plate umpire at this afternoon's game by John Bateman representing Gene Mock and by Henry Aaron representing Lumen Harris, the manager of the Atlanta Braves. The plate umpire is Harry Wendelstead. Here are the lineups for Atlanta leading off second baseman Felix Mian. Batting number two for Atlanta will be their slick feeling shortstop, Sonny Jackson. Number three in the order, fabulous 44 of the Braves, Hank Aaron playing right field. The cleanup man this afternoon is Rico Cardi, who hit that pinch hit home run here the other night at Jerry Park to help the Braves to their 7-5 victory over the Expos. Rico Cardi will be playing left field. At first base, in place of Orlando Safita, who is still suffering from the after effects of being bean, will be Tito Francona. That's Francona batting fifth and playing first base. Batting sixth for the Braves and playing third base, the veteran Cleve Boyer. Bob Tillman, the catcher, will be batting seventh, followed by Mike Lum out in center field, replacing Felipe Alou, who is feeling under the weather. The pitcher on the hill, Ron Reed, the tall, gangly right-hander with a 4-1 record. For the Montreal Expos, their starting lineup has Don Bosch in the leadoff spot playing center field. Maury Wills, the shortstop, will bat number two. Rusty Staub, out in right field, will bat third. The cleanup man, the mayor of Jonesville, and all his constituents are out this afternoon, Mac Jones. Back in the order after a one-game rest, playing first base, Don Clendenin. Third baseman, Jose Coco Boy, who hit a two-run homer against the Braves Friday night, will be playing third, and Laboy will be batting sixth. Batting seventh in the Expos order will be the catcher, John Bateman. Eighth in the order, second baseman, Gary Sutherland. The pitcher, Mike Wagner, will be batting ninth. Going over the umpires now for this afternoon's game. At the plate, Harry Wendelstedt. At first base, Ken Burkhardt. At second, Ed Sudol. And at third, Lee Ware. 
The Expos have yet to make their official appearance to their defensive position. That should be happening any moment. It could be that this afternoon's game may be delayed in the start because of the fantastic crowd I see to my left, outside to the left. So we'll just have to wait and see. There are a lot of people, perhaps thousands of them, still outside the ballpark trying to get in here this afternoon. The kids here are having a whale of a time, especially uh, those youngsters who have received a bat. We pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Expo's Baseball Radio Network. It's a noise I'm sure you've never heard before in your life. And it looks like we're going to have a sellout. I would say no question about it, which means the crowd could be 29 to 30,000 people here at Jerry Park for this big game against the Atlanta Braves. And I know manager Gene Mock and his players would certainly love to reward these faithful Expo supporters with a victory. Listen to the roars. The Expos take to their defensive position. they look defensively. Mac Jones going out to left field. John Bosch in center. Rusty Saab to right field. At third base, Coco LaBoy. The shortstop, Morney Wills. Second baseman, Gary Sutherland. First baseman, Don Glendennis. On the hill, the big fellow. Gene Mock describes as a guy he describes Mike Wagner's pitching. When he's on, he throws balls that no human can hit. Well, we'll have to wait and see. A lot is promised of Mike Wagner, just a young fellow. Needs loads of experience, but he can really fire that pill and make it hum when he's on. Now everyone stands for the playing of the national anthem.
of you, wherever you might be, listening on your car radios, listening at home, welcome to this exposed baseball broadcast. We sure hope we've got a good game for you this afternoon. We certainly have the makings of plenty of excitement since we have so many exciting ball players about to perform for us this afternoon. Hank Aaron of the Braves, Maury Wills, Rusty Staub, the mayor of Jonesville, Coco LaVoy, and the great Rico Cardi of the Atlanta Braves. We're just packed with great baseball talent here this afternoon, so let's hope it's a great ball game. Mike Wagoner is taking his final warm-up pitches with his battery mate, John Bateman. The Expos, as I said, would love to come through with a victory this afternoon to please these many fans and to say thank you for the fine turnout. We're getting a few drops of rain, but uh, nothing to be too worried about because I don't think that we're going to be bothered too much by the rain this afternoon. Well, we're all set for the start of the game. The first uh, man up for the Atlanta Braves is second baseman Felix Mian, and leading off at the mic, Dave Van Horn. All right, thank you, Russ. Good afternoon once again, everybody. This little shower, and that's all it's going to be, is going to pass over in just a moment. We've got a fine day for this one, considering the weather we had yesterday. Miata's a right-hand hitter. And the right-hander, Mike Wagner, winds it up. The first pitch, the game is underway, and strike one is called on Felix Mian. He was one for four. In that 7-5 Atlanta victory over the Expos night before last. Beyond for the year is batting 282. Let's the next one go high and outside. Ball one. One ball and one strike. Then we'll get Sonny Jackson and Hank Aaron here in the first. The outfield is in for Beyond and pretty much straight away. LeBoy in on the edge of the grass at third base. Here's the pitch. Cut on, and a one-hopper off Clendenin's glove out to shallow left, picked up by Wills. The throw to first is not in time to the pitcher covering Mike Wagoner. As Sutherland knocked the ball down. I think I said Wills. On on the error on Don Clendenin is Felix Mead. An error on the first baseman, Don Clendenin. That brings up left-hand hitter Sonny Jackson, who was nothing but trouble the other night, going four for five, scoring a couple of runs. Nobody out, me and the runner. Jackson hitting 3-11. Takes one low for a ball. A ball and no strikes. They're still coming in. We look out to some of the... Uh, ticket gates that we can see, and there are a lot of fans waiting to get into the park. The stretch by Wagner, a look at the runner, here's the pitch, and it's outside, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. The outfield is in, around to the left. Wills and Sutherland are at double play depth. LeBoy in at third, Clendenin, of course, on the bag, holding the runner at first. Here's Wagoner's pitch. The fastball, swing and a foul back to the left side. Two balls and one strike to Sonny Jackson. Good man to keep off the bases. He has terrific speed. And he's off to a fine start this year. Atlanta on the road 
They've played 17 games. They've won 10 of them. On this current road trip, they've won five out of six. Here's the 2-1. Check swing, and he didn't go around enough to call it a strike. The count goes three balls and one strike. Pitch was high. This is the third stop on Atlanta's road trip. They've been to Philadelphia and New York, and now here in Montreal. They've won them all but one. A look at the runner, Mian. A throw to first, and Mian is back in time. Three balls and one strike. Nobody out. Game just underway. The stretch by Wagoner. Here's the pitch. Taken high. Ball four, and Jackson draws a walk. So Mian moves down to second base. Jackson's at first. Nobody out. And the batter will be Hank Aaron. The great Henry Aaron is batting 376. Has hit seven home runs this year and has driven in 18. Aaron gets pretty nice reception from the fans here at Jerry Park. So Wagner in a Bit of a stew here in the first inning. Pitch is high to Aaron, ball one. The astronauts aboard the Apollo spacecraft are in Earth orbit. They'll be shooting out of that orbit onto the moon very shortly. We'll give you the details on that. We'll keep you informed all afternoon here on the network. Here's the 1-0 to Aaron. Swung on, hard hit ball to the left side of the infield. Wills up with it. Goes to second for one, back to first. Double play. Aaron hits into a double play as Mian goes to third. Wills to Sutherland to Clendenin. Two away with the runner at third, and the batter will be Rico Cardi, making his first regular appearance against us. Did that pinch hit a home run the other night. Two outs, Mian the runner at third base. Cardi, right-hand hitter. Batting 400. He is two for five at the plate this year. Pitches way outside to Cardi for ball one. Well, that was a big double play by the Expos infield to help Wagner along here. Mike out for his second victory of the year. He's one and one. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Cardi. Low it outside, back to the backstop, and the run is going to score as Mian crosses the plate as the pitch was whipped way outside and a wild pitch allows Mian in and Atlanta leads one to nothing without a hit Mian had gotten on on an error on Clendenin with Aaron's double play the run will be unearned Here's the 2-0 to Cardi. He takes it down low. Ball three. Three and nothing to Rico. The young man who battled back lost the entire 1968 season. He fought and conquered tuberculosis. And he's playing again. Here's the 3-0 pitch to Cardi. He takes it for a strike just below the letters. Three balls, one strike. 
Wegener's windup. His pitch is high. Ball four. And Cardi is aboard. Second walk given up by Mike. His last time out, he had this problem. That was against Houston. Mike had control problems in the first inning. He walked the first three men he faced and then was taken out of the ball game. Tito Francona. is a left-hand hitter. Batting 315. First baseman. Orlando Cepeda is not in uniform. He's in his hotel room, most likely listening to this broadcast. Here's the pitch to Francona. Across for a strike. Hit the outside corner just above the knees. Cepeda was hit by a Bill Stoneman pitch Thursday night and is getting rest today. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Swung on. Ground ball right side. It gets through the hole out into right field. A base hit. Carney rounds second. Heads for third. Here comes the throw. He slides and he's in there as the ball bounced off the glove of LeBoy. It was to the home plate side of third base. LeBoy blocked it. And Carney winds up at third base. Francona's on at first with a base hit. The first hit of the game. Two away. Runners at first and third. And Cleet Boyer's the batter. Atlanta leading one to nothing. Boyer. In the first inning. Boyer, right-hand hitter. Cleet is batting 218. Third baseman of the Atlanta Braves. Runners lead. Wagoner to the stretch. Holds at the belt. Delivers. Missed the outside corner. A ball, no strikes. We certainly hope that Orlando Cepeda will be back in uniform and back in the lineup in just a day or so. Here's the pitch. Cut on and a high fly ball. This should end this inning. Shallow center field. Sutherland second baseman back. Gary takes care of it. That's all for Boyer. And that's all for the Braves in the first. One run, one hit, one error, two left. Score, Atlanta one, and the Expos coming to bat. Well, there's a lot of action in Major League Baseball this afternoon. First of all, let's uh, just run over the schedule for you. Juan Marichal will be on the hill for the San Francisco Giants as they meet the Philadelphia Phillies at Connie Mack Stadium in Philadelphia. The Mets are playing at Cincinnati. Chicago at Houston, St. Louis at San Diego, and Pittsburgh at Los Angeles. Over in the American League, the schedule looks like this. Baltimore at Kansas City, Detroit at Minnesota, Oakland at Cleveland, Seattle at Boston, Washington at Chicago, and California at New York. The games at uh, Chicago and at New York will be doubleheaders. And here in Montreal, it's a single game this afternoon between the Expos and the Braves. Bat day here at Jerry Park as the youngsters, uh, 15 years of age and under, each have received a free Little League baseball bat, and they're really enjoying themselves so far. Well, we go to the bottom half of the first inning and our first look at the Expos' uh, starting lineup for this afternoon. It'll be Don Bosch, Maury Wills, and Rusty Staub in that order. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Russ, it's going to take a shoehorn to get too many more in here. They're really packed in. The Jonesville population is out in full force today. I don't see a seat in the bleacher section. The people are trying to move a little closer together and get real cozy out there to allow more in. 
great crowd here this afternoon. The ticket booths are jammed outside. We can see back of the bleachers are jammed. And the uh, bleacher seats, the temporary seats in right field are also jammed. Don Bosch, left-hand hitter. Ron Reed on the mound. The right-hander delivers. Hyatt outside. Ball one. Do you think there'll be any room for fans in the Expo dugout, uh, Dave? Since we've got the biggest dugouts in Major League <laughs> Baseball. Bosch is hitting 193. The pitch to Don taken for a strike on the outside corner. One ball and one strike. Atlanta leading 1-0. We're in the bottom of the first. We'll have our biggest crowd of the year here. Pitch is cut on Little Looper down the left field line. It drops in there. Fair ball. Bosch is around first. And he's going to hold up and get back to first base quickly. He made the turn, went halfway to second, but Jackson got back, recovered the ball, and Bosch put the brakes on. A base hit for Don Bosch. The batter will be Maury Wills. Wills is only hitting 175. Maury tried to fight his way out of a slump at the plate. Switch hitter batting left against the big right-hander Ron Reed who is making his eighth start of the year, looking for his first complete game. He is 4-1 this year. His loss to Montreal. The pitch to Wills, swung on. Looper, left field, coming in. Cardi can't get to it. Bosch goes to second. Wills with a single to left, two hits. Runners at first and second. Rusty stops the batter. That was a Maury Will specialty. Maury batting left-handed against Ron Reed. Just blooped it uh, over the third baseman's head along the line in left field. A typical Maury Will's hit. Staub is hitting 3.09. The big redhead has eight doubles, a triple, five home runs, and 17 RBIs. He and Coco LaBoy both have 17 RBIs. Mac Jones leading the club in that department with 26. Reed in trouble now with nobody out. Runners in first and second. And good speed on the bases. The first pitch is a slider taken for a strike. All in one. Reed will also throw sidearm. Should give a lot of batters some trouble. As we said in Atlanta when Ron was pitching, when he's right, he's a very tough customer. Here's the pitch. Fastball is down low. One ball and one strike. The wind today is right to left. All during the week we saw the wind left to right. Right to left here today. And a pretty good wind. Read to the stretch. Here's his pitch. And a change up is way outside. Two balls and one strike. He wasn't fooled at all. He never made a move to go after that pitch. Aaron is deep in right. The center fielder, Mike Lum, shallow and around the left center. Stop can hit to both fields. He's got a pretty good hole in right center. Right away, the fast-balling right-hander, Jim Britton, starts to warm up down in the Atlanta bullpen. One nothing Atlanta. Expos have got runners at first and second. The pitch to stop. Taken on the inside corner. Strike called and the count is even. Two balls and two strikes. Bosch the runner at second. Wills at first. Both single to left. 
Bosch, a looper down the line that Jackson couldn't reach. And Wills, a liner in front of Cardi. Here's the 2-2. Swung on and foul. Back to the left side into the stands. And the count remains two balls and two strikes. These Atlanta Braves lead the Western Division by three and a half games. They've won 23 and lost 10 over in the East. In our division at the top, it's Chicago 24 and 12 and a six-game lead on Pittsburgh. Pitch to stop, low and inside, down in the dirt. Three balls, two strikes. What a terrific crowd. All of the Atlanta players were commenting on the enthusiasm of the Montreal fans. Saying that from what they've seen and heard, this is the best group of fans in baseball today. The 3-2 is cut on and popped up. Back of the plate to the left, Tillman off of the mask. Does he have a play? No, it's behind the screen by about a foot. Just behind the screen. The Rusty's alive, 3-2. Here at Jerry Park will remind you a lot of baseball fans in upper New York State that are listening and maybe a lot of fans elsewhere that used to travel to Ebbets Field in Brooklyn to see the old Dodgers play. And I was among them. What great fans those Brooklyn people were and still are today. 3-2, the count on stop. Runners at first and second with nobody out. The curve swung on, ball hit well, but high into the air. Back to the left side. Going back is Jackson. He's got it. Well, that died quickly. It started good, but didn't go anywhere. The stop is out. One away. Here is Mac Jones. engine number nine. Mack leading the club batting 365. One down, Bosch at second, Wills at first. Atlanta leading one nothing. We're in the first inning. The Jonesville fans have gone wild with Mack at the plate right now. Reed to the stretch. He delivers. Swung on. Ground ball bounces to the right side. Throw to second for one, and that is all. Bosch moves to third. Mack on on the fielder's choice. So Wills is erased as a base runner. Meehan to Jackson. Two away. Well, it's up to Don Clendenin now. Reed's up here. Gave up singles to the first two men he faced with runners at first and second and nobody out. He's gotten Staub and Jones. And the lights have been turned on here at Jerry Park this afternoon. Right-hand hitter Don Clendenin batting 247. Reed delivers. Clendenin swings and fouls one high into the air. Down to the right out of play. 0-1 to Don. He'd like to get that stroke back. 
Got a great opportunity to get going right here. With Bosch at third and Jones at first, here's the pitch. A curve is swung on and ripped foul behind third base on the ground. Nothing in two. Tomorrow afternoon here at Cherry Park, it's Mudcat against the knuckleballer, Phil Negro. Grant versus Negro. 135 game time. Wraps up the current homestand. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Way outside. One ball, two strikes to Glenn Denon. Britton continues to warm up in the Atlanta bullpen. Cardi in left, around toward left center. Lum pretty much straight away in center field for Clendenin. He's called out on strike. Reed gets the fastball by him across the knees. And Ron came on, did a pretty good job here after giving up those two hits. No runs, two hits, no errors, and two expos stranded. At the end of one at Jerry Park, Atlanta one, Montreal nothing. Well, the Braves took their one to nothing lead when Felix Mian was safe on an error by Don Glendennon. Sonny Jackson walked, sending Mian to second base. Hank Aaron hit into a double play, six to four to three. But Mian made it to third and scored on uh, a wild pitch by pitcher Mike Wagner. That gave Atlanta their only run in the game this afternoon. In the bottom half of the first inning, it looked good for the Expos as Don Bosch and Maury Wills let off with singles. But then Ron Reed sets the side down in order. He got Rusty Staub to pop out to Sonny Jackson, the shortstop. Max Jones hit into a fielder's choice, erasing Maury Wills. And then Don Clendenin looked at a third strike, and that was it for the Expo rally in the bottom half of the first inning. So we go into the top half of the second inning, and for the Atlanta Braves, it'll be in this order, Bob Tillman, Mike Lund, and the pitcher, Ron Reed. One to nothing for Atlanta, over the Expos, going into the top of the second. Well, the bottom third of the order, and while we have a moment here before Wagoner deals with Bob Tillman, we'll take 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. When news happens, you'll hear the complete story first on 103.1 WHRL, Albany, New York. Bob Tillman is batting 237, right-hand hitter. Wagoner is ready. Here's the wind-up, the delivery, and his way outside bounces in the dirt and back to the screen. Ball one to Tillman. Lum is on deck. Wagoner has the sign, the wind-up. Deals, low again. Two balls, no strikes. Bob Tillman was sold to the New York Yankees in 1967 and then traded by the Yanks to Atlanta with pitcher Dale Roberts. Sent, th sent third baseman Bobby Cox to New York. Ground ball to Wills. Maury up with it. Throw to first. Tillman's out. Ball, 
Tillman had been with New York for only 22 games. He played most of his major league career with Boston, 62 through 67. All right, here's Mike Lum. Left-hand hitter. Wagoner delivers a curveball that missed, low and away. Mike is hitting 231 right now after appearing in 25 games, six hits and 26 official at-bats. Batting number eight in the order, the center fielder. Low and inside, ball two, two balls, no strikes. Mike was born in Honolulu, Hawaii. Went to high school there and went on to Provo, Utah and attended Brigham Young University. The 2 nothing to Lump. Low and inside for ball three. So on three pitches. Wagoner's behind here with one out, nobody on. On deck is the pitcher, Ron Reed. Here's the pitch. Taken for a strike. Letter high on the outside corner. The Lum was looking at the 3-0. The 3-1 pitch, swing and a foul, down to the left, into the stands. Three balls and two strikes. Dave, uh, Richie Allen has hit a two-run homer for the Phillies. It's two all between the Giants and the Phillies in the second inning. Marichal is pitching for the Giants, Jackson for the Phillies. Here's the bounder, goes to the left side, Wills again up with it, throw to first base, they get lumbed by a step. So after falling behind, Wagner comes back to get Mike on a ground ball. Here's Ron Reed with two outs and nobody on. In the top of the second here, one to nothing Atlanta. Reed, a right-hand hitter. Wagner delivers a curve and Reed swings and misses. Oh, and one. What a strike zone. Blowing outside, one ball and one strike. Reed puts a pretty good strike zone up there. Six six, two fifteen. Strike call, the ball and two strikes, the rock. One to nothing for the Angels over the Yankees in the top half of the fourth inning. Angels battling, uh, trying to get out of that cellar in the Western Division of the American League. Here's a bouncing ball that goes to LeBoy behind third. He's got it long throw in. Not in time. Lindenen took his foot off the back. And Reed is on. The throw is to the right field side of the back. And a throwing error has been charged to LeBoy. Second expose error. Two outs, Reed is the runner, and now Wagner has to deal with Felix Biad. Got on on an error on Clendenin in the first inning, went to second when Jackson walked, moved to third on Aaron's double play ball, and scored on Wagner's wild pitch. The stretch, the pitch, strike call. 0-1 to Felix. 
Outfield in straight away. Ron Reed, the runner at first. Takes a very short lead. Here's the pitch. Cut on the bounce foul over to the left. This will go into the Expos dugout. So Mike gets out in front, 0-2. Wagoner's second time out against Atlanta. Fly ball, shallow right field stop coming in. Clendenin goes back. Sutherland is there. Clendenin takes it. That's all for beyond. That's all for the Braves. No runs, no hits, one error, one left. The score at the end of an inning and a half. Atlanta one, Montreal nothing. Fans, the colorful San Francisco Giants will be coming to Montreal June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th for a three-game series. Now, this message is to all our friends down in the United States and in the Ottawa Valley listening along the Expo Baseball Radio Network to come to Montreal and see the Giants in action June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. When you see the Giants, you see the high-kicking Juan Marichal, the fabulous Willie Mays, and the terrifying Willie McCovey at the blank. San Francisco Giants play the Expos June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th here in Montreal. So let's just double-check that uh, those dates. Hold it. Yes, June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, the Giants play here at Jerry Park in Montreal. So make your plans now to come up to Montreal for those three days. Form a group. Call the group sales department at the Montreal Expos and come on up and join in the fun at Jerry Park. 875-2300 is the telephone number in Montreal. We go to the bottom of the second here at Jerry Park. The Expos will send Coco Lavoy, John Bateman, and Gary Sutherland to the plate. Two hits off Ron Reed. Leadoff singles by Bosch and Wills in the first inning. And the runners were stranded. one nothing Atlanta. Lavoy steps in, hitting 328. Hasn't had a great deal of success against Atlanta pitching. Hitting one, yeah, right, 167. The first pitch is a strike called on LeBoy. Rusty Staub and John Bateman have the best averages against Atlanta pitching. Staub in three games. Bateman in one stops, hitting 357 against the Braves. Bateman 500 in one game. He went two for four. Pitch low and outside for a ball. 1-1 the count. Reed winds it up. His change of pace is swung on and missed by LaVoy. Get a lot of motion, then he pulled the string on it. And pulled Coco. One ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch. Fastball cut on and bounced to the left side. Charging Jackson has it on the edge of the grass. Throws the first to get LeBoy. One away. The batter will be the Expos catcher, John Bateman. Dave, just as I suspected now, the crowd, there's no more room in the left field bleachers, and they've uh, filed it onto the field back of the center field fence. They're starting to stand behind the fence, 
since the right field bleachers are now full. Standing room only here at Jerry Park today. Great turnout. The pitch to Bateman. Taken for a strike. 0-1. Felipe Alou will be out of the Atlanta lineup for a while. I asked uh, Lumen Harris how long. He didn't know. Slow curve is high and inside. A ball and a strike. Outfield way around to the left for John Bateman. Here's Reed's pitch. Ground ball to the right. Mian waiting. Up with it. Throw to first. Bateman is out. Second to first. Two up, two down. Subtle in the batter. Gary hitting 167 against Atlanta pitching. Batting 200 for the year. Number one, Gary Sutherland. Felipe Alou injured his hand in the New York series. They didn't discover it until he got to Montreal after playing that first game. Pitches high and outside to Gary. Ball one. Again with a fastball. A strike. Nobody on. Here's Reed's windup. The pitch is way outside. They count two and one. Phoenix Lowry coaching at third base. Bob Oldis at first base. The pitch. Check swing foul. Uh, no, fair ball. First base side. Reed off. Has it. Throws to Francona. And that's all for Sutherland. But for a moment, that bounced on the plate. Or beside the plate in foul territory. But it hadn't. It was a fair ball. Sutherland is out. Reed to Francona. And Reed puts the side down with nothing across. At the end of two, it's Atlanta one, Montreal nothing. At the last break, we were talking about the San Francisco Giants coming to Montreal June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Say you're a Los Angeles Dodger fan, and if you just check your Expo baseball schedule, you'll find out that the Dodgers come to Montreal May 27th, 28th, and 29th for a three-game series. I don't know how many of you have read the latest edition of Sports Illustrated, but they have a, a, a cover story on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Manager Walter Ralston with some of his young players like Bill Sadakis and Bill Babarkowitz. Fellows who are really making the Dodgers hum this year. We'll see them all in action then here at uh, Jerry Park, May 27th, 28th, and 29th. So along the baseball network, if you'd like to see the Dodgers in action, form a group and call the Expos Group Sales Department at 875-2300 here in Montreal. The area code is 514. See the Dodgers and Expos, May 27th, 28th, and 29th at Jerry Park. Well, we go to the top of the third now for Sonny Jackson, Hank Aaron, and Rico Carney. Atlanta leading Montreal one to nothing here at Jerry Park. Landing room, crowd only. Great turnout. 
And again, our thanks to the fans of the Montreal Expos coming out here. May 27th, 28th, and 29th for a three-game series. I don't know how many of you have read the latest edition of Sports Illustrated, but they have a, a cover story on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Manager Walter Ralston with some of his young players like Bill Sadakis and Bill Grabarkowitz, fellows who are really making the Dodgers hum this year. We'll see them all in action then here at uh, Jerry Park, May 27th, 28th, and 29th. So along the baseball network, if you'd like to see the Dodgers in action, form a group and call the Expos Group Sales Department at 875-2300 here in Montreal. The area code is 514. See the Dodgers in Expos, May 27th, 28th, and 29th at Jerry Park. We go to the top of the third now for Sonny Jackson, Hank Aaron, and Rico Carney. Atlanta leading Montreal one to nothing here at Jerry Park. Standing room, crowd only. Great turnout. And again, our thanks to the fans of the Montreal Expos coming out here. Take in this big day, bringing the kids along for bat day. Everybody having a good time. That brief shower we had right at the start of the game ended quite some time ago. Jackson up for the second time. He walked in the first inning. Left-hand hitter. Mike Wagoner delivers. Cut on. Foul back out of play. Left side. Oh, and one. Last night's game that was rained out has not yet been rescheduled. There's a swinging foul over the head of the third base coach, Jim Busby. Down to the left side, bounced into the stands. Nothing and two to Jackson. Atlanta's in here again in August. The 0-2, swung on, line drive, left field side, it is foul. Down the line, it had a pretty good bend to it after it got out there. Still 0-2 to Jackson. And quite a day here yesterday, before the rain came, a total of 630 minor league baseball coaches from throughout the province of Quebec attended a clinic here. Pitch is low and inside, ball one. A ball and two strikes to Jackson. Clinic was organized by the Quebec Amateur Baseball Federation. Gene Mock and his coaching staff, the instructors. Here's the one-two pitch. Swing and a foul back to the left side. Sponsors of the clinic, the Expos and O'Keefe. Great turnout, very receptive to every word that Gene Mock had to say, along with the coaches. Pitches high. Ball two, two balls and two strikes to Sonny Jackson. The response to Major League Baseball in Canada has been outstanding. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Fastball swung on, line drive. Left field, a base hit for Sonny Jackson. Mac Jones up with the ball. He'll make a throw to hold Jackson because Jackson will challenge 
those outfield arms. He's got the speed. Didn't take a chance on this one, though, as Mack came in for that ball. So Jackson is on with a single, and it brings Hank Aaron to the plate. That's the second hit off Wegener. Aaron grounded into a double play in the first inning. Came into this one hitting 376, right-hand hitter. There goes Jackson. The pitch is high. Bateman's throw is high. Jackson slides in under it. Sonny Jackson comes up with a stolen base. Going on the first pitch. Aaron took it. It was way up in the air. And for Sonny Jackson, he picks up his sixth stolen base of the season. Wegener delivers. Swing and a foul at the plate. The count is even now on Aaron. One ball and one strike with nobody out. Jackson in scoring position at second. Rico Carney is on deck. Well, that roll of thunder that you hear. About 20,000 bats being bounced on the stands here. Here's the 1-1 one, one to Aaron, taken wide of the plate. Two balls and a strike. Got the shift on for Aaron, way around to the left. Here's the 2-1, cut on, line drive, foul to the left. Right on his wrist, the fastball, and Aaron yanked down into the Balls, two strikes. All of the hitters just marvel at that wrist action of Hank Aaron. Here's the 2-2 to Aaron. Cut on and foul back to the left side. High into the air into the stand. Count is still 2-2. Two two. Talking to Bob Oldis about that 7-5 Atlanta victory the other night, Russ on Thursday night. Guess how many baseballs were used in that game? Wait for the 2-2 pitch to Aaron. Check swing, it's high. I'd say about 48. A lot of people won't believe this figure. But there were over 70 used in that game put in play or lost into the stands. The 3-2 pitch is high and inside. Ball four. Aaron is on and Cardi comes to the plate with runners at first and second and nobody out. Cardi walked in the first inning. Rico batting 400. Six games. Used as a pinch hitter up to now. Two for five at the plate. Has scored one run when he hit his home run. His first since August 13th of 67. In Thursday night's game. Runners lead. The pitch to Cardi. Swung on. Line drive. Right center. Bosch has to come fast for that ball. Jackson being waved in. Aaron digs for third. And Cardi holds up at first. 
So Tardy comes up with an RBI single to right center. Scoring Sonny Jackson from second base. Aaron moves to third. Nobody out. And the batter, Tito Francona, who's one for one. And here comes manager Gene Mock as we get the left-hander, Larry Jaster, warming up in the Montreal bullpen. And uh, Cardi might have done something when he hit that ball around at the base because the Atlanta trainer and manager Lumen Harris are both out there. And Bob Aspromati is up off the bench and is coming out on the field, and it looks like he may take over for Cardi at first base. Well, Rico heard something. He's being helped walking under his own power, but... Could be his shoulder. That's what it, it appears to be, his right shoulder. Cardi might have pulled a muscle when he hit that ball or something. But Cardi is out of the game, and Bob Aspromati takes over. So Bob Aspromati is now the runner, and he'll be taking over undoubtedly in left field. We hope that uh, this injury to Cardi is nothing serious. The batter is Tito Francona, left-hand hitter. Francona got a hit to right in the first, came into the game batting 315. Nobody out with Aaron, the runner at third, Aspromati at first, Francona at the plate. Outfield straight away and not too deep with that runner at third base. Here's the pitch. It's inside, gets away from Bateman, back to the screen, and Aaron comes home. So Mike Wagoner throws another wild pitch. This moves Aspromati to second and scores Aaron. And it's 3-0 Atlanta. Second wild pitch. So Mike has not helped his own cause here as the Braves take a 3-0 lead here in the top of the third. A ball and no strikes. Pitch is low and inside, blocked by Bateman, who was down in the dirt. John getting a pretty good workout behind the plate. Two and nothing to Francona. Aspromati at second. Nobody out. The stretch by Wagner. Here's the curveball. Swung on. Line drive. Left center. It's going to drop in there. Mac Jones up with the ball. The throw. Aspromati digging for the plate. It's cut off by Wills. And Aspromati is home. So Francona comes up with his second hit and an RBI to score Aspromati, who took over for Cardi after he singled and apparently injured his right shoulder. That's just a guess on our part. It looked like he was holding his right shoulder. Four hits now off Wagoner. And it's 4 nothing Atlanta. Gary Sutherland on the mound talking with Wagoner along with John Bateman. That conference now breaks up. Wagoner's got to face Cleet Boyer, who's 0 for 1. He popped up to Sutherland in the first inning. Steve Shea, right-hander, now joining the left-hander, Larry Jaster, down in the Montreal bullpen. Wills comes in to talk to Wagoner. 
And here comes manager Gene Mock. He hasn't crossed the line yet. Taking the long way to the mound. He's been thrown out of the ball game. Has he been thrown out? Uh, the plate umpire, Harry Wendell, said, gave him the heave ball, but Mock is just walking right out. He walked out to LaBoy at third. Now he's walking across the infield to talk to Gary Sutherland, being chased uh, by the umpires. Well, that was definitely a heave hole sign from the plate umpire, Harry Wendelstadt. And he and Mock are still having a few words, and I don't know what this is about. But Mock was going out to talk to his infielders. He crossed the line. Instead of walking right to the mound, he walked out toward third base, crossed the line, so... Wagner continues to stay warm. Out there on the mound, he's continuing to warm up. There's been no motion made toward the bullpen. And Mock is having a few words with uh, with the umpires. And I, I don't know, from the, a couple of Gene's gestures, uh, he may be complaining about some ball strike counts, uh, Russ. Could be. And if he came out of the dugout talking to Wendelstadt about that, of course, that's the reason he's out. Well, I noticed when Mark walked out of the, the dugout, and his spot in the dugout is the right, the right side of the dugout, and he walked diagonally across towards third base, as if to give the um, uh, the uh, uh, Shea working out in the bullpen as much time to warm up as possible. But he's not going to be thrown out for that. Number twenty. Steve Shea. But Steve Shea is going to come on for Mike Wagoner. So Wagoner went two innings, and he's faced four men here in the third, has given up three hits, two wild, uh, one wild pitch, and a walk. Here in this third, he's responsible for Francona at first base. Atlanta's leading four to nothing. Nobody out here in the third, and Shea is coming in. Mock still in the dugout at his spot. Home plate end of the dugout near the entrance to the field. The steps that lead up out of the dugout onto the playing field. But there didn't seem to be any doubt in anybody's mind that Wendelstad turned around and made the call. Well, it could be that uh, Wendelstad just got mad at Mock and said, you know, get back, get out. I mean, you know, don't delay it. This is quite possible because I can't think of any other reason why he would give him that hepo sign. But Mock is still in the dugout. It looks like he's going to stay there. So maybe Wendelstad was just waving to get back into the dugout and not to delay the game. This is a possibility. Wendelstad looking over toward the dugout. Still looking over there. Maybe it was somebody else in the dugout. I don't know. We'll just have to wait till we get the word uh, up here. Wendelstadt made the sign. In addition to hollering, he came down hard with that right arm. He made the sign that an umpire makes when he's ejected someone from a ball game. 
Now James leaving. He walked all the way down to the far end, and Mock is leaving. So he was uh, ejected. My guess is that he's complaining on ball strike counts. Fly ball, center field. Don Bosch waiting under it. He's got it. Boyer is out, and Francona returns to first. Steve Shea is making his fifth relief appearance. He's worked six and two-thirds innings, has given up two earned runs, has a 2.70 ERA. Steve Shea. For Steve, it is his first time out against Atlanta. The right-hander delivers a swing and a foul off the bat of Bob Tillman. Tillman grounded out in the second inning. 4-0 Atlanta. We're in the top of the third. New exposed pitcher and manager Gene Mock was removed from the game. Throw to first base getting back in time. Francona. Jackson led off with a single. Stole second. Aaron walked. Cardi drove in Jackson. Aaron went to third. Francona drove in Cardi, uh, Aspromonte, after uh, Aaron scored on a wild pitch. Three runs in in this inning. Mike Lum on deck. Here's the pitch. Cut on, and the comebacker right to the mound. Shea turns, fires to second for one, throw to first. That's all for Atlanta. Tillman hits into a double play, one to four to three. Shea to Sutherland to Glenn Dennett. In the third, Atlanta. Three runs, three hits. No errors in the field. And nobody left on base. The score at the end of two and a half here at Jerry Park. Atlanta four, Montreal nothing. All right, checking the Town scoreboard. In the National League, we have no further score on that game from Philadelphia. Giants scored two runs in their half of the first. In the bottom half of the first, Richie Allen hit a two-run homer for the Phillies, so it's a two-all tie playing in the second inning. Marichal on the hill for the Giants, Jackson for the Phillies. New York is playing at Cincinnati, nothing yet in the first inning in that game. Seaver on the hill for the Mets, and uh, Merritt for the Red Leg. Chicago is playing at Houston, hands for the Cubs, Griffin for the Astros. St. Louis at San Diego, Justy against Kelly. And it's Pittsburgh at Los Angeles, Veal against Singer. Over in the American League, only score we have to report, that Yankee game, one to nothing for California over the Yankees in the fifth inning of their first game. Other games, Washington at Chicago, Seattle at Boston, Detroit at Minnesota, Baltimore at Kansas City. The Oakland-Cleveland game has been postponed by rain. Here at Jerry Park in Montreal, the Atlanta Braves lead this ball game 4 to nothing. They got one run in the top of the first and three in the top half of the third inning for their 4 to nothing lead as we go into the bottom half of the third. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is your Expos Baseball Radio Network. Well, uh, Steve Shea did his job, came in and got the side out in the uh, top half of the third inning. And that's all for Steve Shea as Manny Mota comes in to pinch hit for pitcher Steve Shea. All right, Manny Mota. 
Hitting 250. Punt left side. Third base. The Boyer up with it. Throw to first. Not in time. It bounced on top of the dugout. Moda digs for second. The ball is not in play. See what's been called. Uh, see what's been called here. Bob Oldis is out arguing, and Moda's being called back to first base. And here comes Phoenix Lowry out to argue. And we've got a heated argument now at first base. The throw by Boyer got by the first baseman, Francona, bounced over on top of the Atlanta dugout and onto the track. Moda dug for second, and they've called him back. Now, what's happened? Oh, he's going back to second. Looks like we might have won one here. Now, Lumen Harris is out, and he's in the middle of it, and he wants to talk to Wendelstadt. Dr. Broderick is wanted in the Atlanta. Now, who are they calling for? Well, they're calling for uh, the Expos trainer, Joe Licio, to go take a look. Uh, I think Francona evidently uh, did something to his hand on attempting to get that ball. Moda has gone now back to second base. Things apparently have calmed down. The error is to the third baseman, uh, Cleet Boyer. I think they've just asked for Dr. Broderick to report to the Atlanta clubhouse. It could be that uh, Rico Cardi might be experiencing some pain. It's a hit and an error. third baseman, and Joe Lizio is still ascending to Tito Francona at first base. Don Bosch is going to be the batter, with Manny Mota at second and nobody out here in the bottom of the third with Atlanta leading 4 nothing. So we've still got the time out here, and while we have the opportunity, we'll mention that... Uh, as soon as there is any further word on the Apollo flight to the moon, we will receive it here in our broadcast booth at Jerry Park and pass those bulletins on to you and keep you informed as best we can throughout the game here this afternoon. Our last report, the astronauts aboard the Apollo spacecraft all doing fine and they were in Earth orbit. And we'll have further word for you later. Well, there's uh, quite a crowd around Francona, Lucio, Dr. Broderick. The Expo's uh, Dr. Bob Broderick is out there. Manager Lumen Harris, a couple of the umpires. Second baseman Felix Mian looking on. Ron Reed staying warm out on the mound, continuing his warm-up. Jerry Robertson, right-hander, is in the Expos bullpen, warming up. He'll be coming on. Moda pinch hit in the number nine spot for the pitcher, Steve Shea. Well, Atlanta's leading 4 nothing, but they're taking their bumps and bruises in this one. Rico Carty is in the Atlanta clubhouse. They're checking him over. He apparently sustained some sort of a muscle injury. And uh, Francona has injured his thumb 
Well, Rusty can certainly get the Expos back in this ball game with one swing of that big bat of his with runners on first and third, Mota on third, and Morty Wills on first base. We'll wait and see what happens. Uh, Wills, a very speedy man on the base pass, along with Mota. We could see plenty of action right now. A big cheer for Rusty as he's introduced. Rusty came into this affair hitting 309, popped up to the shortstop. Jackson in the first. Reed delivers a curve that's outside. Ball one to Rusty, left-hand hitter. Harris has got to be having nightmares down there in the Atlanta dugout. Felipe Alou injured. Rico Cardi apparently injured. Francona. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball two. The ball's no strike. Orlando Cepeda. Although Cepeda's due to be back in action in just a day or so. One down. Runners lead the pitch. Take it high. Ball three. Three balls, no strikes. On deck is Mac Jones. overcast day. Temperature 55 degrees at game time. The wind here this afternoon is right to left. We're even in the hit department with these Braves. Got to catch up in the runs department. Here's the fastball. Missed the outside corner. Ball four. The bases are loaded for Mac Jones. As Reed gives up his first walk. Staub at first. Wills at second. Moda at third. One out. Mac Jones the batter. Bottom of the third. Right fielder, Hank Aaron. He's moved back. Center fielder, Mike Lum, straight away. Not too deep. Aspromati in left, pulling around toward left center now. Runners lead the pitch, taking the fastball for the strike. 0-1 to Mack. Got some activity in the bullpen again. Atlanta has Jim Britton warming up. Second time he's decided to throw. Reed delivers the curve. Strike two call on Mac Jones as Reed Boulding. A slow curve. No balls, two strikes. John Clendenin in the on-deck circle. The base is loaded. Fans right on the edge of their chairs. Here's the 0-2 pitch. A curve that's inside. One ball, two strikes. Reed's not messing around with any hard stuff with Jones right now. Throwing that junk up there. Reed told me before the game that's what he uses on Cleon Jones, who's been hitting just about everybody. Reed's gotten him out. Here's the one-two fastball, swinging a foul down to the left. Well, he gave one to Mac, and Mac ripped it off the end of his bat, foul over the exposed dugout. One ball, two strikes. Mota leading from third, Wills from second, Staub from first, one out. The pitch, cut on, fly ball, 
shallow center field. Trouble. Plum coming. Can't get it. Boat is going to come in. Here's the throw to the plate. And he's in there. Bases are still loaded. we got a run across. Back goes with a looping single to center. Dave, it looked like uh, Mike Lum came charging in for that ball. It looked like he was going to get it and pulled up, put the brakes on, and stopped and let it bounce right in front of him. Lum seemed mad at himself uh, for doing it, but it's a big single for Mac Jones, scoring Manny Mota from third base. Three hits in the inning, a run is in. We got five hits off Reed. Tillman out talking to the big right-hander. Still only one out, and the bases are still loaded. Don Clendenin called out on strikes in the first inning. Came into the game hitting 247, right-hand hitter. What a time for him to rip one. We're in the bottom of the third here at Jerry Park, standing room only. Reed delivers. Pitches foul back to the screen on a big swing by Clendenin. No balls and one strike. Astromati deep in left. He gives Clendenin in the left field line. Lum is shallow, shaded three or four steps to left center. Aaron pulled around there, punched in the middle for Clendenin. Here's the 0-1 pitch, high and inside. One ball, one strike. Watch Meehan back up every time the catcher throws the ball back to Reed. Meehan standing on second base just so the ball gets by Reed. That runner can't come home. Of course, Maury Wills is at third. He might try, but Meehan be, would be right there backing up. It's a tip for youngsters when they come watch Major League Ball. Swinging a foul off to the right side. One ball, two strikes. Runner on, that second baseman coming over behind the pitcher to back him up. Boyer behind third, protecting the line. Jackson cheated over towards second. Here's the one-two to Clendenin. Low and outside, ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Four to one, Atlanta leading, and the Expos rallying here. In the bottom of the third, with only one out, the sacks are loaded. Reed looks down to Tillman for the side. He's got it. Here's the windup, the 2-2 on the way. Swing and a miss. He tried to hold up on it, but went around. He checked with Wendelstad. Wendelstad, yes, sir, you went after it. Clendenin strikes out. Second strikeout of the inning, third in the game for Reed. And it's up to Coco LeBoy, who grounded out to the shortstop Jackson in the second. Wills at third, Staub at second, Mac Jones the runner at first, two outs. Here's the pitch to LeBoy, it's down low, ball one. Wind is right to left. Boy hit a two-run homer against Atlanta Thursday. Here's the 1-0 to Coco. He held up on it, low and outside. Ball two. 
Two balls, no strikes. Coming into this game, LeBoy hitting 167 against Braves pitchers. Reed out on the mound, taking a couple of deep breaths, trying to get out of this. A wind up in the pitch. A swinging strike, too. So the count is even now, two balls and two strikes with two outs. And the base is loaded. Asperbani deep in left. Lum very shallow in left center. Here's the pitch from Reed. He struck him out. Reed comes back to strike out Clendenin and LeBoy with the bases loaded after Mac Jones drove a run in. One run. Three hits. An error in the field. And three men left. At the end of three at Jerry Park, Atlanta four, Montreal one. Here's a special message to our friends in the United States and up in the Ottawa Valley and anybody else listening to the broadcast this afternoon. The Montreal Expos have a ticket office in the Dominion Square building in Montreal. So if you plan to come up to see the Expos in action against the stars of the National League, head for the crossroads of Canada, Peel and St. Catharines. And uh, in the main lobby, you'll see the TRS ticket computer set up in the lobby of the Dominion Square building. And there you can have your tickets uh, punched out for you right in the lobby. You have There will be no need to go to the ballpark or to wait on long uh, calls, uh, wait for calls on the uh, telephone to be completed uh, with all the busy calls coming into the Expo switchboard. You can go right into the lobby of the Dominion Square building and purchase your tickets for the ball game. So, form a group down there in the States and up in Ottawa and come to Montreal and see the Expos in action at Jerry Park against the best in the National League. Number 27, Jerry Robertson. All right, here's the line score now after three innings of play here at Jerry Park. For the Atlanta Braves, four runs, four hits, one error, and three left. For Montreal, a run on five hits. Two errors and five men left on base. Ron Reed, the starter, on the mound for Atlanta. And now taking over the third Expos pitcher of the afternoon, Jerry Robertson, right-hander. Steve Shea faced two men. Boyer got him on a fly ball to center. Got Tillman to hit into a double play to end the third. Shea pitching one inning. And now coming in here to tell you about the next three innings of this ball game, Russ Taylor. Thanks very much, Dave. Uh, leading off for the Atlanta Braves in the top half of the fourth inning is center fielder Mike Lum. Left-hand batter, Mike Lum, born in Honolulu, Hawaii. He squares around, fakes the bunt, lets it go for ball two. Two and all the count on Lum. The exposed outfield playing him straight away, not terribly deep. Matter of fact, Rusty Staub has moved in in right field. Don Bosch over toward left center. The pitch to Lum. It's fly ball out into left field going back a few steps forward right near the warning track Mac Jones and he takes it the Lum flies out to Mac Jones in deep left field the pitcher Ron Reed steps in Reed was safe on an error by Coco Lavoy in the second inning the Braves are leading this ball game four to one 
few lineup changes uh, for Atlanta. We'll tell you about them a little later. Pitches low to Ron Reed for ball one. One and all account with one out. Top half of the fourth inning. The pitch is low. For ball two. The scoreboard hasn't got any count up on it yet. They may be having trouble with the board, but the count is two and all on Ron Reed. The word on uh, Rico Cardi is he re-dislocated his shoulder. Swung on and missed for strike one. The count is two and one now on Ron Reed. So Cardi had to leave the ball game with a dislocated shoulder. Francona left with a dislocated thumb. That next pitch is fouled out of play on top of the press box roof. And the count is two and two. Two balls and two strikes on Ron Reed. One away, top half of the fourth inning. The Braves leading this ball game four to one. They scored once in the first and three times in the third. Robertson's all set, delivers, fastball in there for call strike three. Jerry Robertson is a hard thrower, used only in relief by manager Gene Moss. Felix Bian moves in. Bian was safe on an error by Don Clendenin in the first inning and popped out to Clendenin in the second. Bian scored the first Atlanta run. Takes the first pitch outside for ball one. Felix uh, was on with that error, went to second when Jackson walked, Moved to third when Henry Aaron hit into a double play and he scored on a wild pitch. He fouls the next pitch to the left of the plate and it bounces into the seat. Boy, these kids are having a wonderful time this afternoon with their bat. Pounding them on the steel flooring and making a tremendous roar. They started in the pregame workout and Mac Jones says, don't tell me I have to put up with that this afternoon. Next one is fouled down the right field line, out of play into the seat. And a fan makes a fine catch. So the count is one and two on Felix Mian. Mian was hitting 282 going into this afternoon's ball game. He's 0 for 2 right now. The one and two pitch, a changeup is fouled over the screen. And into the press box. <laughs> one of the reporters reached for it, stumbled all over the place, and finally got it. The fans down below give him a hand. One and two the count on Felix Mian. What a fantastic crowd. They haven't announced the attendance yet. The weather is not ideal for baseball. It's been raining right from the start. A very thin rain. The one and two pitch is lined out in a right field. Rusty Staub playing it perfectly. One hands it. How about that stop? Rusty played Felix Bian perfectly. So the Braves are down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. After four going into the bottom half of the fourth inning, it's four to nothing for Atlanta over Montreal. How about that stop? Rusty played. 
Felix Vian perfectly. So the Braves are down in order. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. After four going into the bottom half of the fourth inning, it's four to nothing for Atlanta over Montreal. Taking a look at the out-of-town scores now. First of all, in the National League, at Philadelphia, Juan Marichal against Grant Jackson. It is 4-4 ball game after four and a half innings at Philadelphia. Richie Allen hit a home run with a man on in the first for the Bills. Mike Ryan connected in the fourth. Nobody on. Two home runs in the game. 4-4, San Francisco and Philadelphia after four and a half. No word on the New York game at Cincinnati. A little while we'll have uh, some action Chicago and Houston, then out on the West Coast, San Louis at San Diego, and Pittsburgh at Los Angeles. In the American League, Baltimore at Kansas City. They're scoreless after an inning of play. Mike Cuellar against Jim Brooker. Detroit at Minnesota, 1-0 Tigers after one. Lolich against Boswell. Oakland at Cleveland was rained out. Seattle leads Boston, 1-0 after an inning and a half down at Boston. Marshall against Colt. Washington and Chicago scoreless after two. John Bateman leading off for the Expos, bottom half of the fourth inning. Bottom of the Expo order. Bateman, Sutherland, and Robertson due to swing. Pitches outside to Bateman for ball one. Carol Sembera is warming up for the Expos in their bullpen. So we could see a pinch hitter here in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Reed delivers. Bateman looks low and inside for ball two. Scoreboard says we want a dot, 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 pow. Well, let's see if John Bateman can pow one. Takes the next pitch. Ball strike one. Two balls and one strike on John Bateman, hitting 195. John has hit four home runs. Reed delivers a two-and-one pitch. It's on the ground, a third. Nice stop by Boyer, but it's called foul by the third base umpire, Lee Ware. And Boyer turned around and looked at Ware. Kind of thought that it was fair because he made a nice play on it. and He would have uh, nailed Big John, who was... Not noted for his speed on the base pass. So the count is two and two on Bateman. Big right-hand batter. And when he tags it, he can send it a long, long way. We've seen Bateman with some good wood on the ball this year. The two and two pitch. Into the air in left field. Coming in for it. He can't get it. Ball's in there. And Bateman is on first. An error. By Bob Aspromonte in left field. It's ruled as a hit on the scoreboard. It's ruled as a hit. Aspromonte came on the, the dead run for that looper by John Bateman. Seen to get his glove on it. It fell there, right at his feet. And Big John is on with a hit. Sutherland, the batter, takes the first pitch for strike one. 
Yeah. Aspromonte was playing Bateman deep because of his power and had to turn on the speed and just, well, he got to the ball but just couldn't get his hands on it. The all-one pitch, the changeup is fouled into the third base seat. Count is 0-2. Russ, I just want to mention, the next word we'll have uh, on the Apollo flight is going to be somewhere around 3.15, the time they leave the Earth orbit to take off for the moon, so we'll keep everybody informed. The 0-2 pitch to Sullivan, fouled again. Bounces into the Expo dugout. And the count remains 0-2. Atlanta leading this ball game 4-1 in the bottom half of the fourth inning. Nobody out. John Bateman, the runner on first base. Ron Reed looks down to Bob Tillman for a sign. Gets it and delivers. Low and inside for ball one. Bob Astromonti took over from Rico Cardi in left field. Mike Lum is in center and Henry Aaron in right field. Boyer at third, Jackson at short, Leanne at second. Pitches on the ground, down to Jackson, over to Leanne for one, back to first double play. Let's take ten seconds for station identification. This is your Expos Baseball Radio Network. That brings up the pitcher, Jerry Robertson. Making his first appearance at the plate, looks at the first pitch, call strike one. All one the count. Reed delivers. Swing and a miss for strike two. Expos and Braves close out their series tomorrow afternoon at 1.35. Robertson was going for it, then held up. Ball one, way outside. One and two the count with two away in the bottom half of the fourth inning. And the Expos hit the road. And we'll get our first look at the big dome in Houston. Way outside for ball two. Count is two and two. Outfield playing in on Jerry Roberts. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Here's the two and two pitch. In there for call strike three. And that's the fourth strikeout for Ron Reed this afternoon. For the Expos, no runs on one hit, no Atlanta errors, and nobody left on base. The score, after four completed innings of play, still 4-1 to Atlanta. Well, going into today's activities, in the Eastern Division, some teams pretty well bunched up after Chicago. We've got Pittsburgh in second by a half game, leading New York. Pittsburgh six games out, New York six and a half out. And St. Louis and Philadelphia, eight games out. And then uh, two and a half games behind the Cardinals and the Phillies are Expos, ten and a half games out. Over in the Western Division, things spread out a little more, although there's quite a battle for second right now. Atlanta leading three and a half games to the good of San Francisco. And the Giants have a half game on the Los Angeles uh, Dodgers. Cincinnati, San Diego separated by a game. And uh, Houston Astros two games behind San Diego. 
in the cellar in the Western Division of the National League. Leading off for the Atlanta Braves as the rain has started to come down a lot harder now is Sonny Jackson. And as soon as the Braves complete this half of the fifth inning, it'll become an official ball game. Rain is not coming down hard enough to cause any delays in it so far. Sonny Jackson. He walked in the first and single in the third. Takes the first pitch for call strike one. All and one the count. On the left hand hitting Sonny Jackson. Next pitch is inside for ball one. One ball and one strike. Robertson with the one-on-one pitch. Inside for ball two. Yes, I guess there'll be quite a reunion between Rusty Staub and his many friends in Houston when the Expos go there next week. We leave for Houston tomorrow night after tomorrow afternoon's ball game here. Pitch is outside for ball three. Three and one. Robertson steps off the slab now. Walks around. Maury Will spots in to have a few words with his teammate. And he's all set to go again. Looks down at John Bateman for a sign. Gets it. And here's a three and one pitch. High and inside for ball four. Jackson moves on to first, and that brings up Hank Aaron. Aaron hasn't had a hit in one official trip to the plate. He grounded into a double play in the first inning and walked in the third. Went around a third on a single by Rico Cardi. Scored on a wild pitch. First pitch to Hank Aaron is ball one. Runner on first is Sonny Jackson. Robertson all set, checks his runner at first base, delivers the next pitch, is low on the way for ball two. Doing all the count. A lot of colorful umbrellas up here at Jerry Park. See several in expo colors, red, white, and blue. The count is 2-0, and, oh. and here's the pitch to Aaron as a high pop fly in foul territory near the Expo dugout. No one can get to it. It hits an umbrella and bounces at the feet of a fan. And there's a mad scramble for the ball. And for Henry Aaron, it's just a long strike. 2-1 the count. Robertson taking plenty of time up there. And he knows he's got to take plenty of time when pitching to Henry Aaron. Time was called as Maury Wills went into the Expos' dugout. Now he's back on the field of play, returning to his shortstop position. Bob Aspermonte in the on-deck circle. Jackson, the runner on first base. The count is 2-1 on Henry Aaron. There goes the runner. Here's the pitch. 
And Jackson is down to second. Without drawing a throw. That's his second stolen base. Jackson. No question about that. He's stolen the pitcher. He was half down. I was just going to say, Russ, Jackson was almost two-thirds of the way down. There's a high pop back of home plate. Bateman going back for it. Back. He's got it. And Aaron is out, popping out as John Bateman. So we've got one away now in the bottom, top half of the fifth inning. Bob Aspromati moves in. Bob Aspromati played with the All Royals back in 1958. Was the Royals shortstop that year. Also played some third base. Conference on the Hill. Robertson, Bateman, and Maury Wills. Now it's over. And they're ready to pitch to Bob Aspromonte. Aspromonte will be making his is making his first um, trip to the plate. And Cardi had to leave the ball game, as we mentioned before. He dislocated his shoulder. Shoulder has been giving him trouble after getting ahead and knocking in a run in the third inning. It's about time to run one of our old quizzes. Name the seven remaining Royals in the Major League. One and all pitches low and falls at the feet of John Bateman for ball two. Bob Aspromonte is one of them. Name the six others. We'll leave you guessing on that one for a while and we'll come back with the answer a little later on. Two and all pitch. Low and inside. Three and all now on Aspromonte. Well, the fans here, sure a sellout, although they haven't announced the attendance, would like to see a little action. Great call as Robertson came in with his fastball. When the Expos come to bat in the bottom half of the fifth inning, it'll be the top of the batting order. Only one out, though, here in the top of the fifth. Jackson, the runner on second base. The pitch to Astromani. Call strike two. Astromani started for first base. Irving, that outside pitch, missed the corner. But not so. Played umpire Harry Wendell set. So now we have a full count. Three balls and two strikes on Bob Astromani. And here's the three and two pitch. Into the air, into right field. Stop running over for it. So is Clendenin. Can't get to it. Into the seats. The ball fell into the first row of seats along the right field line. So the count, still three and two on Astromati. Castillo playing him straight away.
Robertson checks his runner at second base. A three and two pitch. Lined out into right center field. Could be trouble. Boss going over for it. He may get to it. He does. He's got it for the out. Bosch went after that uh, line shot out of the right center field. He seemed to slip on the wet grass. And that looked like trouble for a while, but Don made a good recovery and was well in control of that fly ball by the time he got to it. So we've got two out now. Sonny Jackson remains on second base. Time was called as Robertson went to the Expo dugout to get something to dig some of the mud out of his cleats. Joe Licio, the club trainer, obliged. Atlanta leading this ball game by the score of 4-1 to one in the top half of the fifth inning. He got a run in the first and a wild pitch. Three runs. A big rally in the third inning. And they pounded out three hits. The batter is Tommy Aaron. Fouls the first pitch on the ground into the Expos dugout. Tommy, like his brother Hank, is a right-hand batter. Hitting 250 right now has appeared in eight ball games. The 0-1 pitch. Fly ball in foul territory right into the seats. For strike two. Tommy hasn't hit any home runs. Is against brother Hank. Hank has seven home runs so far this year with a 376 batting average. Tommy is hitting 250. Hasn't uh, actually he's only made four trips to the plate. One hit. A single. One for four. He's appeared in eight ball games, used defensively, mainly in those other games. Robertson taking all kinds of time out there. Here's the on two pitch. It's fouled into the dirt to the left of home plate. And we still have an 0 2 count on Aaron. Outfield playing him straight away. The rain's still coming down here at Jerry Park. One on a miss. And Tommy Aaron strikes out. And that's the second strikeout for Jerry Robertson. And that's it for the Braves in their half the fifth. No run. No hit. No errors. One man left on base. Going into the bottom half of the fifth inning. Still 4-1 Atlanta. We'd like to remind the Expos fans that TRS has added another convenient location for purchasing Expos baseball tickets. The newest location is in the ground floor of the Dominion Square building in downtown Montreal at 1010 St. Catherine Street West on the corner of Peel and St. Catherine. The counter in the Dominion Square building is open Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Now, you'll want to be making plans to get your tickets, as we'll be seeing the Los Angeles Dodgers the San Diego Padres and the San Francisco Giants 
on our next homestand, the 27th of May through the 4th of June. That'll be a big, exciting homestand for the Expos before their long road trip to the West Coast. The Dodgers will be here for three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 27th through the 29th. San Diego in for the weekend, 30th and 31st, and the 1st. And then on June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, the San Francisco Giants. So make arrangements now for your tickets for those series. Well, in case you just joined us, this is Dave Van Horn along with Russ Taylor. Four to one Atlanta. We go to the bottom of the fifth. Once again, here's Russ. Don Bosch, the top of the batting order. A single and a strikeout. Takes the first pitch for call strike one. Bosch to be followed by Maury Wills and Rusty Stop. Ron Reed still on the hill. Change up in there. As Bosch wasn't going for it. But the count becomes 0-2. Bosch hitting 193. Had 11 hits in 57 trips to the plate. Fouls the next pitch into the seats back of third base. And the count remains 0-2 on Don Bosch. Left fielder Bob Aspromani is playing Bosch very shallow. Likewise, Mike Lumman center. The pitch. Ball two. Ball one, rather. One and two the count. That pitch almost got away from Ron Reed, the pitcher. Throwing a lot of change-ups in this afternoon's ball game, keeping the Expos off balance. Here's the one and two pitch. It's low. Bosch was going forth and held up. The count is two and two. The rain continues to fall here, and uh, it's a shame. A lot of people are having to move for cover. Uh, some leaving because of the uh, rain here, but a lot of umbrellas, a lot of people came prepared today. Ball three. Inside to Bosch. The count is three and two. having trouble with some of the dirt around the mound. Kicks it away. Now he's all set. Here's the three and two pitch. Inside and Bosch is on with a walk. Well, let's see if the Expos can get something going then in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Morty Wills is two for two this afternoon. A pair of singles. Morty got as far as third in the third inning. When the Expos got one run, but failed to score. First pitch to Maury. He fakes the bunt. It's outside. Ball one. Maury hitting 175. Starting off, so he's gone up... Uh, Several percentage points for this two-for-two two performance so far. Ball two outside. Jim Britton starts to warm up for the Braves. In their bullpen, Bob Tillman, the catcher, runs out to the mound for a few words with his pitcher. Conference ended. Now Tillman's back behind the plate. Two and all, the runner on first base is Don Bosch. Rusty Staub, not in the on-deck circle. 
Rusty in the dugout to get away from the rain. Call strike one and well. As uh, Reed went to that outside corner with his fastball. Count is two and one. Two balls and one strike on Wells. Next pitch, swung on, foul. Over the screen, down to our left. Four strike two. Two balls and two strikes on Maury Wells. And the rain continues to beat down here. At Jerry Park. It's an official ball game. So the Expos know they've got... And it's not an official ball game until the Expos finish their half the fifth inning. The pitch is high for ball three. Now Maury's worked it to a full count. Three and two count. Way outside and Wills is on with a walk. Wills and Bosch on. Rusty stop moves in. Well, Rusty is long overdue. And he can bring a roar from the crowd. By coming through with a hit right now. Runners on first and second. Stop popped out to the shortstop. Sonny Jackson in the first and walked in the third. Lines the first shot foul into the seat. Back of the third baseline. Rusty stop. Reed checks his runners. The all-one pitch. Change up. Swung on and missed. As Rusty lunged after that one. Reed showing great change of speed here this afternoon. Expos have out-hit the Braves six to four. But in the important column, the Braves are leading four to one. Mac Jones in the on-deck circle. The 0-2 pitch to stop. It's in there for call strike three. Well, Reed crossed him up. Rusty probably was looking for that wasted pitch. And Reed came right in and just nicked that inside corner. Well, it's not very often when you'll see a good hitter like Rusty Stott get caught looking at a third strike. That happened right there. So we've got one out, and Jones the batter. The pitch is outside the Mac for ball one. Reed moving the ball around well in this game this afternoon. He knows with guys like Stott and Jones, and Denon and LaBoy, he's got to move it around. One and all pitch. Foul into the dirt. As Mack took a vicious swing at that one. One ball, one strike, one out. Two runners on. In the bottom half of the fifth inning. Jones hit into a fielder's choice in the first. 
and single in a run in the third inning with a blooper to left field. Max, the Expos' leading hitter, batting 365 going into today's game. Here's the one and one pitch. Max lets it go for ball two. It bounced away from Bob Tillman, the Braves catcher. Bosch took a long leadoff second base, but returned when Felix Meehan and Sonny Jackson headed for the bag. So Reed again taking just loads of time out there. Digs his spot on the slab, rearranging the dirt. Now he looks down at Bob Tillman, gets the sign. The two and one pitch. Inside for ball three. Three and one. Now the wind is blowing some of that rain in toward the broadcast booth. But the Hardy fans are staying with it. The three and one pitch. Line shot by Jones in the left field. will go for extra bases. One run will score. Morty Will Brown third. Is coming in. He'll score. Mac Jones is in the second with a double. The mayor of Jonesville has come through with a double down the line in left field. And they're whooping it up in the left field bleachers. And all over the ballpark. The Expos are back in the ball game, trailing by one run. All three runs driven in by Mac Jones. And still only one out with Mac in scoring position. And Don Clendenin steps in. Clendenin is long overdue. Don is 0 for 2. Struck out twice. First pitch is low for ball one. Now the crowd comes alive here at Jerry Park. As the Expos score a pair of runs, Mac Jones, the tying run on second base. Four to three Braves. Pitch. Strike calls. Glendennon went for it, held up, but the plate umpire. Harry Wendell said, signal strike one. Hi, kids. Bonjour, les enfants. It sure is quiet. The trunk is, says the scoreboard. And the kids reply by pounding their bats. And here's the pitch. One out of it for strike two. Don Clendenin. Batter with one out. Mac Jones on second base. One and two pitches inside. Here is a progress report on the flight of Apollo 10. The rocket engine has been fired to send Apollo 10 on its way to the moon. The five minute and 23 second firing will take Apollo out of court that's Earth's gravitational pull and send it along a course to the moon. Stay tuned to WHRL News for further details. We return to Expo Baseball. A wide breaking pitch that Clendenin got a piece of and fouled it back of first base. 
Stand by for news on Apollo 10. The count is two and two with one out. Reed checked his runner at second. Takes his foot from the slab. Now he's back onto the game. The two and two pitch. High and inside for ball three. Now here's a big pitch coming up. Three and two, the tying run on second base. We're in the bottom half of the fifth inning. Atlanta leading this ball game four to three as the Expos have scored two runs on a double by back Jones down the left field line. And here's the three and two pitch. On the ground, a slow roller in at third for it. Boyer over to first in time for the out. Jones moves to third. That brings up Jose Coco the boy. And you probably heard the cheer for Coco the boy. Coco 0 for 2 this afternoon. He grounded out short the first and the second and struck out in the third. Max Jones on third base. Four to three for the Braves over the Expos in the bottom of the fifth. Braves set. Coco swings and misses on a changeup for strike one. pointed out, Ron Reed throws all kinds of junk out there, and we're seeing all of it today. Another slow curve is fouled right into the Expo dugout, and the count is 0-2 on Coco LaBoy. down, gets a sign once again from Bob Tillman. The 0-2 pitch. Strike three swinging as again Coco went chasing after that wide breaking stop and strikes out for the second time this afternoon. But the Expos, two runs on one hit. No errors. One man left on base. After five complete innings of play, four to three for Atlanta over the Expos. We did not receive a bat to have one. All right now we'll take a look at some of the other scores in the National League. It's San Francisco 4, Philadelphia 5. After five and a half innings at Philadelphia, 5-4, Phillies lead the Giants. None of the other games underway, New York and Cincinnati, uh, some rain problems there over in the American League. The uh, Chicago game, Washington and Chicago is being held up because of rain in the third inning. There's no score in the game. Seattle leading Boston, 4-0 after 3.5 at Fenway Park. Detroit 2, Minnesota nothing after 2.5 at Minnesota. Baltimore at Kansas City, scoreless after 3.5 innings. A final is in. New York beat California 3-1. Sotomayor the winner, Messerschmitt the loser. Yankees, 3 runs, 5 hits, no errors. California, 1 run, 8 hits, 1 error. 3-1, New York over California in the first game of a twin bill. Well, as we move now to the sixth inning, 4-3 Atlanta. 
leading this ball game here at Jerry Park. We'd like to mention that we have a report on the flight of the Apollo spacecraft. Two minutes, uh, two hours, 24 minutes after liftoff, while in their second orbit of the Earth, the crew reignited their S-4B rocket engine for translunar injection. They were traveling at 17,000 miles an hour at the time. This new boost now should take them up to 24,000 miles an hour and take them out of the Earth's gravity. They're on their way out and on their way to the moon right now. Wade Boyer steps in for the Atlanta Braves. Boyer had his great years with the New York Yankees. Takes the first pitch for strike one from Jerry Robertson. On one the count on Cleet Boyer. Fouls the next pitch up into the air. I believe it'll be out of play. It is. It's into the seats back of the Atlanta dugout for strike two. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is your Expo Baseball Radio Network. When news happens, you'll hear the complete story first on 103.1 WHRL Albany, New York. 29,062. 29,062. Folks, the attendance here at Jerry Park, 29,062. One and one the count on Cleet Boyer. Or one and two, rather. One ball and two strikes. 29,062. The one and two pitch is high for ball two. And a lot of you, of course, are driving home right now. Those especially with the youngsters and their Little League baseball bats. So to all of you on your way home, from the Expos, thank you. Tremendous attendance here this afternoon. Sorry the weather couldn't have been better. Ball strike on Cleet Boyer, and he knows it walks slowly away. And that's the third strikeout for Jerry Robertson. Now, we didn't say the weather couldn't have been better. We're sorry that the weather could not be better. Not an ideal day for baseball. But there's always tomorrow. Tomorrow's game starts at 1.35. Holiday in Montreal. The pitch swung on and fouled into the dirt by Bob Tillman. Tillman grounded out short to first in the second and hit into a double play. One to four to three pitcher to second to first. Steve Shea was on the hill then and started that double play. Now it's Jerry Robertson. Robertson came into the ball game in the fourth inning and hasn't given up a hit yet. There's a long shot out of the left field. Jones going back for it. Can't get it. Bounces off the fence. And Tillman is on with the longest single we've seen here at Jerry Park. He hits the left field fence. A line shot. And that's the first hit. Off Jerry Robertson. A single against the left field fence by Bob Tillman. One out, Mike Lum the batter. Lum grounded out short to first, uh, rather, slide out. Twenty-nine, one, eight, four. Twenty-nine, 
Lum, ground it out short to first and slide out to left field in his two appearances. The count is 1-0 on Mike Lum. Today's attendance is not a record breaker. The record breaker was the first day. Record establisher was 29,184 opening day. So 29,062 today. On the ground, down a second, settling up with it, over to Wills at short for the fourth. And we have two away. No way Morey can make a, a relay to first base, as Lum had already been down there with a slow bouncer to settle in the second base. So Lum is on first base through the fielder's choice. Tillman is a race. Four to six. Brings up Ron Reed, the pitcher. Pitch to Reed. Fastball in there for call strike one. On one the count. Four to three for Atlanta over the Expos. In the top half of the sixth inning. Next pitch outside. Just misses that outside corner. Reed was going for it and decided to hold back. And the count is one and one. Reed was safe on an error in the second inning and struck out in the fourth. Robertson's first strikeout victim. Big Jerry has struck out three batters. Strike two. One ball and two strikes on Ron Reed. And the Rangers won't let up. It's high for ball two. Two and two. Robertson rearranges the the earth around the the slab. Now he looks down to battery mate John Bateman for a sign. Here's a two and two pitch and it's fouled into the seat to the right of us and the count remains two and two. strikes two out. Here's the pitch. Outside for ball three. Now Robertson knows he's got to groove it on Ron Reed. Because past Reed we go to the top of the batting order Felix Bian. There are two out in the top of the sixth. Mike Lum the runner on first base. The pitch is foul. An outside pitch. Into the seats. Along the line, the first baseline. And it's still a three and two count. Well, a lot of the fans staying for this game this afternoon. A lot leaving, too. Next pitch is foul right up over the screen to our right and down into the seat. Now it's on the screen. It's rolling right down now. And it gets a roll from the organist, Fernando Point, here at Jerry Park. Very popular fellow. 
keeps the fans well entertained. Fouls the next pitch. Back against the screen, and it's still a three and two count. As Ron Reid is making Jerry Robertson work. Next pitch. Popped into the air. Stalling forward is Don Clendenin. He takes it. That's it for the Braves. No runs on one hit. No expo errors. One man left on base. Going into the bottom half of the sixth inning. The score is four to three for Atlanta. That's it for the Braves. No runs on one hit. No expo errors. One man left on base. Going into the bottom half of the sixth inning, the score is four to three for Atlanta. Fans, why not plan a big party here at Jerry Park with your group? Now with the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Giants all coming into Jerry Park, it'll be a great time on this next homestand, the 27th of May through the 4th of June. You'll receive the Expo's red carpet treatment, including preferred parking space for your chartered bus within a few feet of the main gate. You'll be seated together in a choice section at Jerry Park to watch the Expo's in action. You'll enjoy the merriest sit-in ever. The Expo's against the exciting teams of the National League. For details and further information, write or phone Mr. Roger Spard at the Montreal Expos Baseball Club, Dominion Square Building, Montreal, 110 Quebec. Telephone, 875-2300. Thrilled to the pitching, the fielding, and the power hitting of the National League teams here at Jerry Park. Baseball is fun in a group. And it's a pretty big group here at Jerry Park this afternoon for this ball game between the Braves, the leaders of the Western Division of the National League and the Montreal Expos. John Bateman steps in. Bateman's had a single in two trips to the plate. He grounded out second to first in the second and blooped a single to left field that Bob Astromonti couldn't reach in the fourth inning. Here's Big John facing Big Ron. And we'll see what happens. The Braves lead it 4-3. First pitch to Bateman. Swung on. Right back to Reed. A slow roller. He throws it to first base and Bateman's out of there. Gary Sutherland steps in. Sutherland grounded out. Pitcher to first in the second and hit into a double play in the fourth inning. Right hand batter. As Reed faces the bottom half of the Expo order. Elroy faces warming up for the Expos in their bullpen. And Floyd Wicker has picked up a bat in the Expo dugout, so we'll have to wait and see. First pitch to Sutherland, call strike. On one of the count on Sutherland. Next pitch. Into the air in center field. Lum coming in for it. Jackson going out after it. Lum calls for it. Takes it for the out. Sullivan flies out to Mike Lum in center field. Floyd Wicker will pinch hit for Jerry Robertson. Hasn't been announced yet, but he's there in the on-deck circle swinging away. 
which means we'll probably see Elroy's face, the only expo warming up at the moment. Number 36, Well, Robertson has pitched well in this ball game, giving up only one hit. Pitched well in release. Floyd Wicker used almost exclusively as a pinch hitter. Hitting 267. Left hand batter. The first pitch to Wicker. Misses for ball one. Well, Wicker had a big pinch hit against these Braves in Atlanta, winning the first game of that two game series in Atlanta. What an old pitch, swung on a miss for strike one. Hank Aaron playing Wicker deep in right field. Everybody else straight away. Regulation depth. Swung on and missed for strike two. Well, Expo's about hit. The Atlanta Braves seven to five, but it's still four to three Atlanta in the bottom half of the sixth inning with two odds. Lloyd Wicker, the pinch hitter. Bosch waiting in the on deck circle. Next pitch is in there for call strike three. Wicker becomes strikeout victim number seven. Ron Reed, and that's it for the Expos. No runs, uh, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. After six complete innings of play, it's still four to three Atlanta. We'll repeat what we had said just a couple of moments ago, the latest word we had on the flight of the Apollo spacecraft to the moon. They are in the process of leaving Earth orbit as soon as... Uh, they have escaped the gravitational pull of the Earth, which will be uh, some time. I will give you the information. Uh, and as soon as they have confirmation of top speed, the speed uh, that they need to escape the Earth's gravity, we'll also pass that word on to you. But uh, they have been injected into a course off to the moon. And all is going well on the Apollo flight to the moon. So repeating, all has gone well. They are out of Earth orbit and on their way to the moon. Gaining speed up to a maximum of 24,000 miles an hour from their orbital speed of 17,000 miles an hour. So all is well with the flight of the Apollo spacecraft. All right, we're looking at Elroy Face now, pitching for the X-Balls in the top half of the seventh inning. Jerry Robertson worked three innings. Gave up one hit, walked one batter, struck out three, and the Braves failed to get any runs off Jerry Robertson. So you can't ask for a much better relief pitching performance than that. And Jerry Robertson pitched well in the innings he worked, the three innings he worked. So now we'll get a look at Elroy's face. All right, Roy comes on here to deal with the top of the Atlanta order in the seventh. Roy Face is making his 10th relief appearance of the year. He's 2-1 on the season, was the losing pitcher the other night against Atlanta. Has a 2.91 ERA after 12 and a third innings work. So 
Robertson uh, worked very well for three innings. Fine performance by Jerry. Here's the pitch to be on, right-hand hitter. Swung on, high fly ball, left field, curving toward the foul pole. Is it going to make it? It cleared the pole, and it's out of here. A home run for Felix Mian. So Roy Face gives up a home run on the first pitch to Mian, and Atlanta takes a 5-3 lead on Mian's home run. For Mian his fourth and his 23rd RBI. And that'll bring Sonny Jackson to the plate. That was Mian's first hit today. Here's Sonny Jackson, a left-hand hitter, who is one for one with a couple of walks. He's stolen base twice this afternoon. Base delivers. It's down low. Ball two. Took the first one high and inside for a ball. The count is two balls, no strike. On deck, Hank Aaron. 5-3 now, Atlanta. Top of the seventh. The pitch from base to Jackson is swung on. A ground ball right side. Clendenin right at the bag. Scoops it up, steps on the bag, and that's all for Jackson. What a way. The batter will be Hammer and Hank Aaron. Grounded into a double play in the first. He walked in the third, went around to third base on a hit by Cardi, and then scored on a wild pitch by the Expos starter, Mike Wegener. He fouled out the Bateman in the fifth. Atlanta scored three runs in the third on three hits. A walk, a wild pitch. The chase starter, Mike Wagoner, and Steve Shea came on to get out of the inning. High fly ball. Left side. Is this going to be fair foul right down the line? And it is foul by a couple of feet into the bleachers. Just missed the pole. And Aaron really hit that one up in the air. And it goes for strike one. Four nothing. The Expos got a run in the third, and then added two in the bottom of the fifth. Mac Jones driving in all three runs. Here's the 0-1 to Aaron. Swung on, and this one is gone. A home run for Hank Aaron. Left field, about halfway up the bleachers. A good 4-25 feet away. So Hank Aaron hits a home run off Roy Face. Second one in the inning is 518. That's just three behind Ted Williams. And his eighth of the season. Second hit off Face. Makes it 6-3. And the seventh hit here for Atlanta is Aaron's home run. He is now in sixth place on that all-time home run list. With 518 now, three behind Williams. The batter is Bob Aspromati, fly to center in the fifth inning. Takes a swing and a miss. And a Roy Face forkball, strike one. One out, nobody on. 
Still raining. Here's the pitch. Swung on and a ground ball to the left side. LeBoy charging up with it. Throw to first is in time. Two away. That'll bring Hank's brother Tommy to the plate. He's 0 for 1. Came in for Francona. Francona suffered a dislocated thumb and was taken out of the game after he'd gone 2 for 2 at the plate. Aaron struck out in the fifth. Robertson fanned him, a right-hand hitter. Tommy Aaron batting 250 coming into this one. Two outs, nobody on. Atlanta six, Montreal three. Roy Face, the wind up in the pitch. Foul, left side into the dugout. 0 and 1. Atlanta, Los Angeles, and San Francisco separated by three games, top of the Western Division. Three and a half games. And in that order. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Aaron. It's down low. One ball and one strike. In 1967, Tommy Aaron was voted the International League's most valuable player. The AAA level, he was also a member of that league's all-star team that year. Line drive down the left field line. A fair ball going into the corner. Aaron rounds first, digging for second. Mac Jones gets it out of the corner, and Aaron has a stand-up double. Third hit off face, a double down the left field line by Tommy Aaron. Eight hits for Atlanta here, three off base, two out. Tommy Aaron at second base, and Cleet Boyer, the batter, he's been retired three times this afternoon, popped up to Sutherland, flied to Bosch, and was called out on strikes in the sixth. Right-hand hitter. Boyer waiting as face goes to the stretch, gives Aaron a look, the pitch taken for a strike. 0-1. The fans with rain gear or umbrellas have stayed and a lot of other brave souls here through the weather to watch this ball game. Curveball is a high fly ball left field. Mac Jones going back near the track. He's up against the fence and he can't get it. It's out of here. A home run for Cleet Boyer with Tommy Aaron aboard. So Face has given up three home runs here in the seventh. Aaron comes across with run number seven and Boyer with run number eight. Four hits in the inning, three of them home runs, and then Aaron's double. And four runs are across, and Atlanta once again has opened it up. Leading 8-3 to three now here in the seventh. That'll bring Bob Tillman to the plate with two outs and nobody on. The Roy has really been hammered here by Atlanta. The pitch to Tillman. Cross the letters for a strike. has given up four home runs now this year, three in this inning. Swing and a pop-up, first base side, foul territory, Clendenin coming in, he can't get to it. The wind changed and brought it right down to the plate. 
near John Bateman. Clendenin was making a play on the ball and it called for it and it got away from him. He never touched the ball. It dropped about 10 feet up the first base line. Clendenin had come over into foul territory, started to wait around the vicinity of the coaching box, and then the ball just slanted away from him, came back toward the plate, and Clendenin could not get to it. 0-2 to Tillman. Grounded out, hit into a double play, got a hit in the sixth. One for three. Face for the windup and the 0-2 pitch to Tillman. Low and outside. One ball, two strikes. The rain has not been a hard downpour. It's just been a steady drizzle here. A 1-2, swing and a foul to the screen. The count remains a ball and two strikes. Dave, there's nothing new to report on the spacecraft. Everything progressing as planned. No bulletins expected. Four days to the moon. Makes it Thursday a.m. Here's the one-two from face to Tillman. Low and away. Count evens up at two balls and two strikes. Final game of this series at 1.30 tomorrow. It was to have been a four-game series. Last night's game rained out. Jim Grant will be pitching for the Expos, and Phil Negro will be going for Atlanta. Braves having quite a road trip here. The 2-2 pitch is outside, and a full count to Tillman. Three balls and two strikes. The two outs here in the top of the seventh. Atlanta's leading now 8-3. Here's a swing and a pop-up that's foul back of the plate, coming back just to the right of our booth, and Russ couldn't get to the fish net inside. Well, you had one, almost, but close doesn't count. Three and two, the count on Tillman. Sambara warming up in the Expos bullpen. The pitch is a curve, hammered foul to the left. Out is still three and two. Well, Roy ran into all kinds of problems here in the seventh. Started out with the top of the order. Mian got a leadoff home run. He retired Jackson, gave up a home run to Hank Aaron. Here's the pitch to Tillman, swung on and fouled into the screen with two outs. Aaron doubled down the left field corner. And then Boyer hit a two-run homer. Face rubbing up a new baseball. Two of Atlanta's eight runs scored on wild pitches. Their first run came in on a wild pitch. That was Mian back in the first inning. That run was unearned. Swing and a foul back to the right. Roy's the fourth exposed pitcher to see action this afternoon. Mike Wagoner started, went two innings. Steve Shea worked an inning. Jerry Robertson, three innings. 
Shea and Robertson both worked well. Three and two on Bob Tillman with two outs and nobody on the pitch. Cut on and a hard hit ball center field high into the air. Bosch has time to get to left center under it. He makes the catch and the inning comes to an end after seven men come to the plate. Four runs, four hits. No errors, nobody left. At the end of six and a half, here at Jerry Park, Atlanta, eight, Montreal, three. Here at Jerry Park, Montreal, the Atlanta Braves leading the Expos 8-3, bottom half of the seventh inning coming up. Now the top of the order, Don Bosch, Maury Wills, and Rusty Staub. Bosch is one for two with a walk. Some of the youngsters did not receive a bat when they came into the ballpark here today, and if you could hear the public address announcer in the background, they just made the announcement they're going to ask those youngsters to stay in the park momentarily after the end of the game, and they'll make arrangements for them to receive a bat. These youngsters 15 and under that all received a little league bat here today. And Drizzle continues to fall. Bosch swings on the first pitch, a line drive down the left side foul. All in one to Don. He got his hit back in the first inning, struck out in the third, walked in the fifth. In the first inning, after Bosch and Wills had singled, Reed retired, stopped Jones and Clendenin. Put the side down in order in the second. Struck out Clendenin and LeBoy to end the third with the bases loaded. After the Expos had gotten a run in, Reed delivers. Swung on, line drive, same spot, going back for it on the run and making the catch is Aspromati. Aspromati had not been too deep for Don Bosch and he had to really backtrack. Took off running toward the fence and Made the catch of the line drive off the bat of Don Bosch in fairly deep left field. One away, and Maury Wills is the batter. He's two for two with a walk. Got a hit in the first and again in the third and walked in the fifth. He was on first, Bosch on second, when Mac Jones doubled down into the left field corner in the fifth inning. That was with one out. The Expos had the tying run. Wills, line drive, left field coming in. Aspromani, he's got it. Two away. With only one out, the Expos had the potential tying run at second base. Mac Jones was there, and Reed retired. Clemenon and LeBoy. Rusty Sobs has stepped in. We'll take 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. A division of Regal Broadcasting. This is WHRL 103.1 on your FM dial, Albany, New York. The first pitch to Rusty Saab is a foul back onto the netting. Strike one to Rusty. Saab popped up to Jackson in the first, walked in the third, and was called out on strikes in the fifth. 
Ron Reed, the right-hander, delivers. Line drive and a base hit to right. Coming up with the ball is Aaron. Rusty comes up with a hit. Number eight off Reed, who gave up two in the first and three in the third. And uh, hit in each the fifth and sixth innings. The left fielder. Fourth and fifth, I'm sorry. Uh, here's Mac Jones, who's done it all this afternoon, two for three. RBI single in the third. Drove in two runs with a double in the fifth. Left-hand hitter, Staub at first. 8-3 Atlanta leading. Our exposed batting here in the bottom of the seventh. In a steady drizzle of rain. Had a crowd of 20,062 here at the ballpark. Here's the pitch. Swung on and popped up. Back to the left side, into the stand. Strike one, 29,062. About 9,000 short there for a minute. It's strike one to Mac Jones. Rain has held up that New York-Cincinnati game. It's underway now. No score, bottom half of the first between the Red Legs and the Mets. The count on Mac Jones with Staub, the runner at first. The pitch, cut on, and bounced foul behind first base. San Francisco's playing at Philadelphia. The Giants just came up with four runs in the seventh, and they lead Philadelphia eight to five after six and a half. Chicago leads Houston two nothing after two and a half at the Astrodome. Later on, St. Louis at San Diego and Pittsburgh at Los Angeles. They should be starting getting underway right about now. Out on the West Coast. No balls and two strikes. Mac Jones at the plate. Left-hand hitter. Reed getting ready. The pitch. Fastball for strike three called. Mac is called out on strike. That is strikeout number eight for Reed. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left. And at the end of seven here at the ballpark, it's Atlanta eight, Montreal three. The Expos have taken to the field, and we'll go ahead into the eighth inning here. We'll try to get this one completed. Now, Carl Sembera is coming on now to pitch against Atlanta. Roy Faze worked one inning. Gave up four runs on four hits, three home runs, one to Mian, one to Aaron, Hank, and one to Boyer. Sambara is the fifth exposed pitcher to work this afternoon. Carroll's making his 12th appearance of the season. He is 0-2 on the year, has worked 14 and two-thirds innings, and has an ERA of three. Samara making his second appearance against Atlanta. He uh, is the losing pitcher. Mike Lum will be the batter. Samara delivers low, ball one. Samara right-hander. And Lum today is 0 for 3. Sambara was the losing pitcher in the Atlanta 5-3 victory 
over the Expos at Atlanta. Negro was the winner. Ground ball to the shortstop, Wills, who throws over to Clendenin to get Mike Lump. One away. The batter will be the pitcher, Ron Reed. Reed, this afternoon, is attempting to pick up his first complete game of the year. This is his seventh start. He's four and one. Trying to go all the way, and he's been handed an 8-3 lead here. We're in the eighth. One out, nobody on. Reed at the plate. Got on on an error on the boy in the second. Struck out in the fourth against Robertson. And Robertson got him to pop up to Clendenin in the sixth. Charles Sembera. Ready to deal with Ron Reed. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul into the dirt at the plate. 0-1. Been raining since about the third inning. Here's the 0-1 pitch. Check swing. It's low and outside. One ball and one strike. After the final game of this series tomorrow, it's on to Houston and then Cincinnati this coming week. Will the Expos? Sembera's next pitch is low and away. Two balls and a strike. Coming a little harder now, and the umpires have called timeout with the count two and one on Ron Reed. So they are asking for the crew to come out and cover the field. The time has been called here because of the rain. So uh, the time has been called here at 4.05. Now, unless the rain stops soon and we get this one underway quickly, they, the umpires will wait at least 50 minutes before terminating this game and calling it official. So the Darklins are being rolled out be placed on the field and get it covered up as quickly as they can. And it's raining uh, quite hard. The hardest rain that we've had this afternoon coming here in the eighth with one out and Ron Reed at the plate with a 2-1 count and Atlanta leading 8-3 seventh inning and really started coming down hard in the bottom of the seventh and then in the top of the eighth with Atlanta batting with one out and the pitcher Ron Reed at the plate the umpires cleared the field and uh, now the game has been called so the official score uh, the game is official and the line score goes like this for Atlanta eight runs nine hits and one error they left five men on base for Montreal, three runs on eight hits. They committed two errors, and nine were left on base. Eight to three, Atlanta over Montreal. WHRL Albany. We'll take a look at the pitchers of decision in the game as we continue our wrap-up in just one minute. The winner is Ron Reed, the Atlanta starter, who went seven innings. He gave up three runs, all earned, on a total of eight hits. He walked only three and struck out eight. Ron Reed, the winning pitcher, now five and one on the year. The losing pitcher was the Expos starter, Mike Wagoner, who is now one and two for the year. Steve Shea worked one inning. 
when Wagner was chased in the third. After giving up three runs on three hits, Shea came on to uh, get out of the inning. Jerry Robertson worked well for three innings. Robertson giving up just one hit, no runs. He walked only one and struck out three. Roy Face came on in the seventh and got hit very hard. Meehan with a home run, Hank Aaron with a home run, and Cleet Boyer with a two-run homer. Boyer getting his home run after Tito, uh, rather after Tommy Aaron had doubled to left. And then Carol Sambara had come on and was pitching in the eighth. Retired Mike Lawman was facing Ron Reed. Had a count of two balls and a strike on Reed when the umpires cleared the field. So Reed is the winner. Wagoner the loser. Eight to three, Atlanta over Montreal. The final game of this series scheduled for 1.30 here at Jerry Park tomorrow afternoon. On the mound for the Expos will be Jim Mudcat Grant and going to the hill for the Atlanta Braves will be Phil Necro. The final again, Atlanta 8, the Expos 3, a rain-shortened game that went 7 and a third innings. Well, that's it. We want you to stay tuned now for the baseball scoreboard with Russ Taylor coming up next in two minutes. This is the Expos Baseball Radio Network. Well, here at the ballpark this afternoon, 29,062 fans had turned out at the start of this game on bat day, a bat to be given to each youngster 15 years of age and younger. And we'll take this opportunity right now, although we don't have all of the details, we have not been able to talk to the very busy Montreal front office at this time. But uh, on tomorrow's broadcast and for the next couple of days, we'll be giving you the details. Although uh, just about all of the bats were given away, we know that there are uh, several hundred youngsters that did not obtain a bat, and arrangements are being made for them to do so. And we uh, apologize for the inconvenience, and we will make arrangements for the youngsters who were here today to receive their official Little League bat. And we'll have more details on that on our next Expos broadcast. So again, we apologize. We hope that you will be patient and will understand the situation with the crowd that we had here today. Taylor back here at Jerry Park where Rain has ended this game in the eighth inning with the Atlanta Braves defeating the Montreal Expos by the score of eight to three. Atlanta eight runs and nine hits and one error. The Expos three runs on eight hits and one error. Three home runs by the Braves in the ball game. Felix Mian, Henry Aaron, and Cleet Boyer all homered off Elroy Faith in a big inning for the Atlanta Braves. That was in the seventh inning when Faith just couldn't get the ball past some of these uh, Atlanta sluggers. So the Expos and the Braves will go out of the game in the final game of their series tomorrow afternoon here at Jerry Park starting at 1.35. Broadcast time on this Expo Baseball Radio Network station will be 1.15. 29,062 fans witness this afternoon's very wet game here at Jerry Park. In just one minute, I'll be back to take a look at the rest of the National League. Taking a look at the rest of the National League, the Philadelphia Phillies scored a run in the bottom half of the ninth inning and defeated the San Francisco Giants 9-8. For Philadelphia, nine runs on 17 hits and one error. For the Giants, eight runs on 14 hits and two errors. The winner was Farrell, the loser was Bolin. Richie Allen hit a home run for uh, Philadelphia in that ball game. Berta hit one with two on for the Giants in the seventh inning. Cincinnati was leading New York Mets 3-0 in the bottom of the fourth when that game was delayed by rain. That was the top half of the fourth inning. 
game uh, delayed by rain, not called as yet at Cincinnati. A three-all tie between Houston and Chicago in the top of the sixth under the big dome at Houston, so there's no rain in that ball game at the Astrodome where we'll be visiting next week. St. Louis is at San Diego, 2-1 to one for the Padres over the Cardinals in the bottom half of the second inning. Pittsburgh at Los Angeles, no score, top half of the third. In 60 seconds, I'll be back to take a look at the American League action. Taking a look at the American League activity from this afternoon, the Baltimore Orioles increased their lead in the American League's uh, Eastern Division by defeating the Kansas City Royals 5 to nothing. For Baltimore, five runs, seven hits, one error. For Kansas City, no runs on two hits and one error. Mike Cuellar pitching the two-hitter for the Orioles and getting the win. Boog Powell hit a two-run homer for Baltimore. Dick Drago was charged with the loss. Detroit at Minnesota, 6-2 for the Tigers over the Twins in the bottom half of the sixth inning at Bloomington, Minnesota. Lawlich is pitching for Detroit. Boswell was the starter for the Twins. The Oakland-Cleveland game at Cleveland was postponed because of rain. In the first game of the Twin Bill at Chicago, the uh, latest score we have from there, the White Sox are leading the Senators 2-1, playing in the seventh inning. In the game at Fenway Park in Boston... Here's the latest score we have in that ball game. They've moved into the bottom half of the ninth inning. And uh, Seattle was leading uh, Boston by the score of 9-1 uh, in the bottom half of the ninth inning. And then I just noticed that Carl Yastrzemski, yes, hit one with the bases loaded in the ninth to give the Red Sox at least four more runs. But uh, they still trail in that ball game by the score of 9-5 to in the bottom half of the ninth inning, that's at Fenway Park in Boston. Rico Petroselli hit his 12th home run of the year for the Red Sox. Marshall and Haney homered for Seattle. The Yankees won the first game of a twin bill, defeating California 3-1, three, three runs, five hits and no errors. The Angels one run, eight hits and one error. Mel Stottlemyre the winner. Messersmith charged with the loss. In the second game, no score between the Yankees and New York playing in the top half of the fifth inning. In just one minute, we'll be back with a final Expos wrap-up. Well, wrapping things up here at Jerry Park this afternoon, the Atlanta Braves defeated the Montreal Expos 8-3. to The game was called with one out in the top half of the eighth inning by a pouring rain that started around about the third inning and hasn't let up. As a matter of fact, it has increased, and it's really coming down right now as we look down on the field from our press box location. The big hitter, 